Hey, and welcome to the DIY Photo Organising Podcast, focusing on topics to help you with your photo management. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantelle from Photos in Order. Hi, Fiona. Hello, Chantelle. So, last time we talked about realistic time frames when it comes to photo organising, but that was mainly about digital photos and our five golden rules so we saw we also like to cover realistic time frames for when you want to scan and digitize all media how long does that take <laughs> <laughs> how long is a piece of string oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> no 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 we are gonna break it down <laughs> we are hopefully in sort of bite-sized information yes, yes <laughs> so we, we basically structured it into three parts because with scanning um we find it's you know there are three parts to that it's the preparation the actual scanning and then what comes after the scanning so this is how yes. we have structured this episode and we're going to go through all these three points and have a bit of a chat you know what is realistically um the time frame that you need to to allow for that yep mm. so Absolutely. you want to start us off because sure. you are actually the scanning specialist yeah GFR, i so. love <laughs> scanning i love it love it love it love it um all right so the first part here we're talking about is the preparation and this is a really really important step mm. to reduce the overall time of a project when you're looking at scanning. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is if you do a bit of work up front in this preparation, it definitely will save you time mm -hmm. in the actual scanning and the post scanning when you've finished scanning and you're actually doing something with them in the digital format. Yeah. So the types of things that I'm talking about with that preparation is one, if the photos are in albums already, you will need to take them out. If they're in um, sleeves, like if they're if they're the old albums where they slip in and slip out, you've got like a six to a spread, there's three on one side, three on the other. Um, you definitely want to take photos out of albums like that because of the reflection of the little pocket that they slip into. Yeah. So that's what I mean by preparing. So you'll need to be taking photos out of albums mm -hmm. like that. And then you need to decide whether or not you're actually going to put them back in um, an album. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not necessary to put them back in because once they're scanned and digitized, you can just store them safely in some kind of an archival uh, situation that we'll talk about in a moment. Mm -hmm but you um you may not need to put them in some of those beautiful old uh family heirloom type albums mm -hmm. they're different you actually don't want to um you may not want to take them out of those albums you may want to keep them in there and you may need to scan them in the actual album so again there's so many different albums out there mm -hmm. but looking at that ahead of time is really important one of the things as a question that we do get asked about is those beautiful sticky albums. They're called magnetic <laughs> albums. I don't know why they're magnetic. There's nothing magnetic about them. No. <laughs> but, they're, you know, the the um, this little plastic film sleeve that sticks down to this sticky sort of residue backing and then you slip it off and stick <laughs> that photo down. Some of those photo albums, and I've scanned a lot of these, mm -hmm. 
they the photos either fall straight out and they've lost all their stick or they are stuck in there (laughs) good and stuck and unfortunately that is the case and they can take I'm not kidding you 15 minutes to get one photo out oh so crazy because you don't want to rip it like really delicately delicately (laughs) delicate and you try you know the old you, you try some um floss yeah some tooth floss and you get it under there and then you you try peeling it back with some Mm. kind of like a little spatula and you try oh my gosh the amount of different (laughs) creative things that were hair dryers to loosen this yeah but um i mean really usually uh, the majority of the time i find in those albums the photos have lost their stick and they just you know, you open the page and it, they're sort of falling out anyway. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and there really is, I highly recommend you do not put them back in those albums. No. So this is the opportunity to really, you know, save those and preserve mm. them well, get them away from that glue that's on the back <laughs> of that sticky album and yeah. just get them out of there. So that process of sort of the preparation just in taking photos out of albums yeah. That is actually can be quite time consuming. And so even up to sort of half an hour an album, Mm. um, an hour an album, depending on the album, if they're all falling out, can take you five minutes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, that just sort of helps maybe a little bit on, um, on doing that. And I'd recommend if you are doing that album by album is just keep them all together in one um one uh we we actually use index cards to separate that so we'll get yourself like a box put them in the in the box when you get a little index card as your divider Mm -hmm. and then put the ones that were in one album behind that divider and most of the time back in the day when we would all photo book you know photo album our photos (laughs) um there was a natural progression of an event a duration of time across a year or mm. across you know a holiday period you know sort of a thanksgiving or christmas and new year and those types of things or a vacation um and so they're actually they're sort of like a natural break in those albums usually mm-hmm. so yes, right. um yeah. in that preparation then it's uh, it's really worth doing that ahead of time so then when you come to your scanning you really are all set up and ready mm. to go mm-hmm. Um, So the index cards are really helpful and also have a think about the way you're going to end up with these photos in a digital photo hub. So what I mean by that is on that index card, I always have, uh, if I know it, the year and month or the day or the period. So you've got sort of some kind of a chronological um, notation about the group of photos mm-hmm. that are behind that index card and then maybe an event so if it was the name of the vacation things like that yeah. then um, that will also help you later so that you don't blow out the time frame of this scanning <laughs> process yes. absolutely <laughs> by the way that reminds me you know there is a course the easy index scanning workflow Yes. That covers exactly what you just described. Yes, that's on our courses page. Yep. Yep. Fabulous. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Absolutely. That's under Adam Pratt's details. So you'll be able to find that on his. So if you go to our courses website and then when you get to uh, the details that of the courses that Adam's got, yep, it's easy mm. scanning, uh, in easy index scanning process. And it really is mm. fabulous. Mm. It's what I use and I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's really good. Do you use the same thing too, Chantelle? Yes, I've used that too in the past, yes. Yeah. yeah, it really has been a great process. And, you know, mm. it might go into a bit more detail than maybe you need to if you're doing just your own photos or mm. if it's you've only got a few albums or negatives and things like that to do. But the year, month and the index on the, on the card and then um, the detail of what is where mm. they've come out of that album, if you've got a name to that, highly recommend putting mm. all of that information on those index cards before you scan yeah and also of course you know you don't have to scan every single photo um you're allowed to throw some of them out or yeah. decide or decide that you only want to scan the very best and only yep. a, a small selection you don't have to do all of them that's totally yes. up to you but that's, this is also part of that step of the preparation to become clear what you actually want to achieve in the end yep. um what do you what are you going to do with the remaining photos uh, you know how do you archive them and all that um what's going to happen with them to, to be clear on that why and your goals helps a lot in that step as well absolutely mm. so i really believe that within a weekend mm. The majority of people's family collection of printed photos and photo albums and things like that, you can prepare mm -hmm. for the scanning process. Mm -hmm. So um, some have a lot more albums than others, <laughs> <laughs> but really just block out some chunks of time and yeah. you can definitely get, grab yourself a big, you know, a stack of index cards and start that preparation. And also for that, um, you know, when we talk, uh, we'll talk about that later on again about archiving. Um, but for the time being in that preparation phase, like simple shoe boxes, that's fine to use or any other containers that make sense to you where you can, um, you know, collect those photos and, and put them in temporarily. They're no good for long-term <laughs> long storage, but for the sorting process, that's totally fine. So you don't have to go and buy expensive stuff to do that step. That's it. Mm. Yep. Absolutely. Just use what you've got. Yeah. So, all right. So now when it comes to the actual scanning part of the process, there's a lot of different options out there for you when you're doing this yourself. Um, and we will also talk about some of the other options if you're wanting to outsource that to somebody else. Mm. But as far as scanning, there's some different methods, um, some different sort of equipment that you could use out there. One of the common types of um, ways you can scan is you can get what we call a high-speed scanner. So if you've got a lot of photos to do, um, it sort of feeds through and mm -hmm. scans and then feeds straight into and connects into your computer and then that scans all of the images straight into your computer mm -hmm. um, and another way is to use like a flatbed type scanner um, not a document scanner we would definitely recommend that you get a, f a specific dedicated photo scanner mm -hmm. 
and all of the scanning that we're talking about here we we recommend which we've done in previous episodes is at a 600 ppi quality so if that doesn't make sense to you do a quick google search <laughs> have a listen to some of our other episodes mm. but the higher quality of the 600 for um, printed scans is definitely what we recommend that you print that at mm -hmm. you really wouldn't need more than that but I would not recommend you go less than that yeah. for preservation of those digital files. Mm -hmm. um, and so the then there's a few other different types of scanning up there. I use what's called a camera scanning um, setup. So as well, which is a even higher quality mm. uh, resolution and um, a, a bit of a different streamlined process. And I love the colors that come out of that yeah. that process and that is a more expensive setup so mm -hmm. but if you've already got a digital camera this is an option you might like to look at and really utilize some of the equipment that you already have if you love photography and you can use that equipment mm -hmm. and depending That's on right. the lens and things like that so if you have any questions on that specifically shoot us through some details and a question on our uh, on our email address mm -hmm. on our website and we'd be more than happy to answer that for you but the scanning process can take look i again it does depend if you're using a flatbed scanner or if you're using one of those feed through mm -hmm. scanners the time frame really can be very different on that so i'm going to give you a bit of an estimate so if you've got like a 300 one of those like i talked about before where you slide them in and there's three on one mm -hmm. side three on the other flip you've got 300 photos in an album mm -hmm. so the time that it takes to sort of to take them all out do the scanning can be about an hour mm -hmm. an hour and a half um, it doesn't have to be a long time and that's just one album yeah so and then that's really not doing much work after that mm -hmm. as far as you know when the colors are already in um in the scan and, and mm -hmm. you don't need to do much post-production sort of work yeah. then really realistically you can just sort of set a few blocks aside like that and get mm -hmm. an album done yeah and um and just get them all all digitized so that's definitely one option as far as the types of scanners that you can use if you're looking at doing your negatives and slides as well mm -hmm. then um, you know, that's also something to consider in in the way that you're going to do your um, your scanning and what equipment you're going to need to look for to mm -hmm. buy. And some, again, depending on if you're using a camera scanning setup, you can do slides and negatives on that. Yeah. If you are using a, a feed through scanner, then you need to look at what features it has and if mm. you're able to also do slides and negatives so you just really want to make sure ahead when we go back to our preparation with your why and what your goal is and what you've got mm. to do and then have a look at purchasing that equipment yeah and depending on where you are you can possibly um sometimes you can even hire scanning yep. equipment you don't have to buy a scanner and don't forget even if you buy one and yes they don't come very cheap depending on which one you you get but once you've done your project it's normally a once off you can actually resell them 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, in the end, the price might not be as bad as it looks at first, possibly. Yeah. Um, or you can... Or, or buy a second-hand one, yeah. even. Yes, yeah. And, um, you know, from someone quality that you, you know, you know if you've got any issues, mm. you can, you know, you can have that attended to if you need to. And um, th there's always the option, too, that you find your local photo organiser and you outsource that step. If you do want to outsource anything, the scanning is probably the easiest step to outsource. Yeah, and again, you can save on money with that if you do that preparation work ahead of time. So mm -hmm. if someone's organising the photos ahead of time before the scanning and you've mm -hmm. got those index cards there and all the photos sort of you've got some order to that mm -hmm. then the scanning really is an easier process yeah. it's what I call scan ready those photos are scan mm -hmm. ready and then whoever it is that's doing the scanning for you just scans they have maybe you can request mm -hmm. that the, they get put in the folder of the index card the name that's on that index yeah. card and then you get them back yeah, uh, and it really it really can reduce that uh, the costs and mm. also just allow you to be able to move through this process a lot quicker. Yeah, and it is a time question. Oftentimes with the scanning, um, I've set up clients that want to do the scanning themselves with um, flatbed scanners. You know, for cost reasons because they're a lot cheaper than the feed scanners the high speed mm -hmm. scanners they come at a bit um got a bit of a higher price tag usually um yep. but then the flatbed is the most time consuming thing you can do <laughs> yes and it's not difficult but it does take time so i sometimes say okay you know i can show you how to do that on the flatbed and the, the scanner costs so and so much and then you do it yourself or, you know, as you call it, the scan ready. If you give me a pile of those, I can scan in the high speed scanner. We can scan up to between three and 400 prints in an hour. Yep. So that gives you a bit of an idea, you know, how fast these things are. And, and that saves you from going to get one and, and spending all those hours to scan and to learn a new tool and whatnot. Um, so it, it might, be worth thinking about outsourcing that step yeah absolutely yeah. the other thing to consider when you're looking at scanning too with those uh with a flatbed or the high speed scanner when you're doing it yourself is the larger style you know photos that mm -hmm. are, are not going to fit in those those mm -hmm. feed through yeah, scanners yeah. So that's definitely something that you'd need to consider your options for. And it may be that you end up with just a smaller selection of photos that you get some help with mm -hmm. and take them to someone locally that you can get them yeah. to scan them for you. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's, that's pretty much what happens a lot of the time, I find. Yeah. Because yep. we all have a mix of, you know, those 80s and 90s photos they're easy to go in a high speed, but like older ones and fragile ones or photos that are stuck to a glass frame that we can't take out without ripping yeah. them. Um, these take a specialist. And as you say, you know, I can do everything myself and outsource a little bit for those tricky ones. Um, yeah. And then you've got it done. Hmm. Yeah. So then that brings us to the last part of the scanning process, which is your post-production. So it's mm. a post-scanning. So once the digital file has been created, then 
you need to sort of have a think about what else might need to happen to that, which can take time. And that does depend on which process you've used mm -hmm. and what is needed for the quality of the scan. Because the whole point in going about going to take the time and the expense to do a job like digitising these old mm. precious photos is that you just really want to do it once. <laughs> you yes. don't want to have to do it again. <laughs> And, and so I really recommend that you just have a think about which way you're going to do it and what you're going to use and yeah. how that end result is. Because unfortunately, I've seen this, you know, I'm sure you have too, Chantelle, where, you know, people have come to you and they have had a go at it themselves and the quality is not great. And, yes, yes. and it's, um, they just, yeah, have to do it again. And yeah, that it's actually like yeah, reminds me of something I meant to mention before when you talked about scanners and the camera scanning. So we're not talking about uh, camera scanning using your phone. No, no, <laughs> Because no, no. that will end up in bad quality. A hundred percent. We've tested these things. They look good oftentimes on the phone screen, but we also have done comparisons and yeah, they can't hold up. It's you know, if you go through the trouble to preserve those photos, do it properly and do it once. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. a bit blunt, but you know. No, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. That's what we're here. We're here to give the tough love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say it as it is. So uh, that post-production part is the types of things I'm talking about there. If you've done, uh, maybe you need to crop crop your photos, which means if you've used maybe the flatbed scanner or if you've used a camera and you've got some extra backing or something like that, even if like I was talking about previously with the photos that are the older photos that are, you're going to keep in an album mm -hmm. perhaps mm -hmm. that are too delicate to take out, then you will need something like a flatbed or a camera scanner a digital camera to be able to to capture those safely mm. but then mm. there's a bit of cropping work that you need to do you might like the that white border on the outside or you might like to crop that out there's you know different options for that mm. also if you've got negatives and slides you might need some color correcting on those maybe some of those old photos where you've got that yellow tinge <laughs> that unfortunately you know, orangey color that 60s, 70s, 80s yeah. photos. <laughs> Unfortunately, like the whole era of these photos that are just yeah. orange. Um, and so there's uh, brilliant software out there that you can bring those colours back to life again yeah. Yeah. and easily, really not in a difficult way. You can group mm. batch a lot of that. But it's just important to be able to be aware that these things, things take time. They do, yes. Yeah. And so to be aware of that. Mm. Uh, and again, it comes with practice is as far as how to do that, but a little bit of learning on the software that you're using mm -hmm. and, uh, and you can do that, that post sort of production work. The other thing that can take time in this process is when you decide if you're going to keyword mm -hmm. the, the photos and uh, you've got to add the keywords in and also if you're going to redate any photos. So yeah. that's something else that you might want to, to mm -hmm. look at as far as as far as time goes when you're putting these into your photo hub. Yeah, they're gonna that's the thing. They're flowing into your digital photo hub. Yep. Yeah. 
absolutely so um so the last part of that is really in that post-production is what you're going to do with them are you going to archive (laughs) them you're going to put them into some nice archive quality uh, materials so then Mm. you can put them away safely and then just work with and enjoy the digital photos that's really the benefit where you can share them with others you can create some beautiful pieces and you know have those memories live on that's right and and again you know it depends in terms of how much time these things take it really is very individual depending on what you want to do with them um i mean if you want to put them in an archival box and not label anything you're done in 10 minutes (laughs) yeah but if you want to make it look nice and have the have the labels and the divider cards and all that, you know, labeled the same way as you've got them in your digital archive, that takes some extra time. But it's not like it's going to take you a week. It might take you, I don't know, a couple of hours or so, again, depending on the process, software you're using, you can make things, you know, uh, automate things. It, it, it really depends a lot on, on technology as well. Um, yeah. And also, um, you know, I've, I've scanned for a client, we've scanned heaps of albums and they're old precious albums and the photos were taken out for scanning but they actually go back into the album and the albums are going to be shipped to a new different um, keeper of the family photos, uh, which all takes time, you know, yeah. and taking photos out is usually faster than putting them back into especially if they're old albums like they've got the photo corners Mm. so some of them need to be replaced because some fell out so this is gonna take time right so there's you know the hours just go (laughs) yeah it's true it's true so and i mean even if you sort of look at all of the different albums you've got you know think a couple of hours per per album and i've seen photo albums Mm. that have one photo per page and Mm. i've seen them where they have 12 of those little square (laughs) (laughs) of per page so it it really could be a whole range of the number of photos in an album um but yeah this this process is not a quick and easy one Uh, sorry it's not a quick one necessarily it's easy it's not that difficult it just needs some planning yeah and some prep and the right equipment Mm. and you know a one-time deal think of it that way yeah and it is an investment it's an investment of your time Mm. and some finances depending on which way you go mm. about doing it mm. but well worth it everyone that i've talked to that have either yeah. done it themselves or outsourced are yeah. really glad that they've that they've done that and once it's done it's done, it's done. that's what i yeah. love about the scanning and can i just say that even as a professional photo organizer i don't have the whole equipment i have some scanners but fiona is much better with the she's in the camera scanning and she's actually scanned some albums and negatives for me recently and they've come out so well I'm just oh just loving oh, it and so even you know <laughs> even as a pro we outsource things because yes. there's someone out there who can do it better than yeah. I can do it so yeah. why wouldn't I and the quality is just amazing I'm so yeah. glad I've invested the colors in are that. gorgeous yes. yeah. yeah beautiful yeah yeah <laughs> No, it's totally wonderful missing. and it's no. a once off you know and good so exactly you do it once that's yeah then, then it's done finished yeah, that's so true <laughs>
Me finished too. <laughs> yes, I think we have. Well, that's I think it's you know hopefully it's just sort of given a bit of a some realistic time frames on that whole area of scanning yeah. some old media. Hmm. And thanks for joining us. And or as always, please leave us a review or ask any questions. If you've got feedback, email us or get in touch via our social media channels. And also have a look at those courses that we were talking about on our website hmm. and just see what might be available and a good fit for you. And I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantelle from Photos in Order. Thanks as always for tuning in and happy photo organizing. Bye. Bye.